Welcome to the Storytelling with Data podcast, where listeners around the world learn to be better storytellers and presenters. We'll cover a wide range of topics that will help you effectively show and tell your data stories. So get ready to separate yourself from the mess of 3D exploding pie charts and deliver knockout presentations. And with that, here's Cole. Hi, this is Cole. Thanks for tuning in. As I sit down to record this episode, summer break has just begun. The kids are out of school with all of glorious summer stretched out before them. My youngest, Eloise, she's seven, is already thinking ahead to the next school year. She is adamant that she does not want to go to the second grade. She wants to stay a first grader forever. I remind her that she had a similar feeling last summer, and yet, once she got used to first grade, her classroom, her new teacher, how much she loved it. But there's also a broader lesson here. Change is a part of life. We each get to determine whether to despise or embrace it. And while we may not have direct control, we can also influence how others respond to change. In our workshops, we often get questions and have discussions about facing resistance to change. A lot of the time, those in attendance are eager to make adjustments and improvements to how they visualize and communicate with data, but they're not always confident that their teammates, managers, stakeholders, or audience members will be accepting of things being done differently. And they also aren't necessarily sure where or how to best focus their efforts. In today's short episode, I'd like to talk through a handful of specific things you can do to help set yourself and others up for successful data stories. As a first step, I'll point you to a resource and recommend that you check out the Big Picture Worksheet. It can be found at storytellingwithdata.com slash big picture. We'll link to it in the show notes. And this asks you to assess where you are as well as where your team or organization is along a spectrum for visualizing and communicating with data, and then walks you through setting goals to help you get from there to where you'd like to be. One key thing here is not trying to jump ahead too far too fast. You don't want to create a chasm between the way you are doing things and others. Think instead about how you can build bridges and bring others along with you. I invite you to check out episode 49 of the Storytelling with Data podcast titled Become a Data Viz Superstar for more on this idea. We also have a related video series on our YouTube channel where I walk you through it, which I'll link to in the show notes. That's also called Become a Data Viz Superstar. And part one is where you'll find the conversation on the data storytelling journey and the big picture worksheet. When you do try something new or different than you've done in the past or that's distinct from organizational norms, do so in low-risk places first. For example, let's say you want to try using structure of story to communicate data. You're going to set the plot, introduce tension, and build it to a climactic point that will galvanize your audience to act. Don't do this for the first time in a high-stakes setting. For instance, don't go into your next board or executive meeting and say, today, folks, I'm going to do something a little different. Today, I'm going to tell you a story. That is not a recipe for success. 
and especially for anything you want to try, but that feels countercultural for your organization or simply different from what you or your team has done in the past, try these things out in low-risk settings first. Use that experience to learn and refine, get feedback. Small successes are going to build your confidence, your ability, and credibility for making bigger changes over time. I will mention that as we learn more about different approaches or types of graphs or become increasingly proficient in our tools, there can sometimes be a temptation to show off. Uh, Do something different simply because we can, and maybe we hope to wow people a little by displaying our skills. Mike on the team here recently posted a great article that further fleshes out this idea and shows a nice illustration as part of his cautionary tale. That post is titled, Showing the Insights Versus Showing Off. I'll link to it in the show notes. One line from that that sums things up nicely is, audience is paramount. Don't do things differently just to do so. When you opt for a different approach than you might normally, do it because it's a scenario in which it's likely to work, and likely to work given your audience and other factors. This takes active thought, assessment, and planning. When it comes to planning, a related tip is to order thoughtfully. For anything we want to communicate, there are typically many options for how to order the content, and there's not a single correct approach. So you're going to think about how you can organize things, whether it be elements in a graph, objects on a slide, or slides in a presentation deck, and do so in a way that makes sense for your audience and helps to create the overall experience that you seek. You can get feedback from someone less familiar with the content as a means to assess whether the way you're ordering your materials is likely to work given your ultimate needs. In addition to being thoughtful about how you order your content, also optimize the materials you create for how you are communicating. Presenting live, for example, opens up a different set of opportunities for building data stories. A strategy we often use is to build visuals piece by piece for our audience in a live setting. So in the case of a graph, you might start by maybe even showing an empty slide to tell your audience what you're going to be taking them through. Then you can think of starting with the skeleton of the graph, where you put up only the axes and the labels and titles that go along with that. This allows you to talk through what you're going to be showing before people get distracted by the data. Then you layer the data on, maybe even in several steps, depending how you want to build that. And again, with the experience in mind that you want to create for your audience to bring them to the understanding of what you're trying to communicate. To see a few examples of this done with different graphs in the context of a broader presentation, I invite you to watch the final presentation. This is a video of the final meeting and presentation for the capstone example that I build in my latest book, Storytelling With You. You can view that at storytellingwithyou.com slash finale. You can pair this approach of building slides or graphs to lead your audience through your content with a fully annotated slide or two for the version that gets sent around. This means that those consuming it on their own as they read through it and process the information will get the same story that you walk through in a live progression. 
So you want to give thought to the specifics of how you'll be presenting or communicating and create materials that will serve that setting well. Another way to help set yourself up for success is to anticipate how things could go wrong. Where might things go off the rails? What can you do to equip yourself to deal with that if it happens? You want to identify and pressure test your assumptions. Make sure you've investigated alternative hypotheses. You can ask colleagues to play devil's advocate and poke holes in your process or assumptions or even play the role of a snarky audience member to derail you. As you anticipate all of these potential derailments, you will become aware of how you might deal with them, which will allow you to do that more eloquently if it does happen. Um, Anticipating questions so you can be well prepared to answer them. The time you spend prepping for how to respond to surprises or the unexpected will help you be more equipped to deal with them eloquently if they arise. Answer the question, so what? Never have your audience wondering why they're looking at what you've put in front of them. You don't want to leave them to figure it out on their own. Rather, make the purpose explicitly clear. Why are they here? What do you have to tell them? Why should they listen to you? Consider how you can best get your audience's attention, establish credibility, and lead them to a productive conversation or decision. As you do so, be flexible. Rarely do things go exactly as planned. As we talked about, if you anticipate that things are likely to head in a direction that's not entirely in your control, you can be thoughtful about how you organize your approach and materials to be able to deal with this. In some circumstances, for example, a choose-your-own-adventure story might be warranted so that you can actually get input from your stakeholders as you go and use that to determine the path you take. Demonstrating willingness to be flexible and adjust to your audience is one fantastic way of establishing credibility and can even help you turn a potential nightmare situation into a successful one. With that in mind, you can use every opportunity that you form or present a data story as a chance to learn and improve. One great way to do so is to seek feedback. While getting input from others as you prepare, your graphs, slides, and data stories can certainly be useful. It's also important to solicit feedback after you've presented or after you've sent the communication. Get input from your audience or colleagues on what worked well and what you might adjust in the future to best meet their needs, and through that, your own. In addition to getting input from others, simply be an active observer of yourself, learning both from your successes and your failures or the times that simply maybe don't go as smoothly. After you send off a report or present data, pause to reflect on how it went. For successful scenarios, think about why things worked and which aspects you can make use of in your future work. We can often learn even more from the cases that don't go so well. So consider what caused issues. What is in your control that you can adjust in the future? Share success and failure stories so that others can learn as well. This way we can all help each other improve. 
The meta theme underlying all of these tips is to be thoughtful. Consider what success looks like and try to position yourself to make that happen. So the data stories you tell will have the impact you seek. Before I wrap, I'll mention that the tips I've shared today were from my second book, Let's Practice, Exercise 9.9, which is entitled Set Yourself Up for Successful Data Stories. Thanks for tuning in.